Hello friends, I'm Matt Baum, and thanks for subscribing. The first 18 episodes of this podcast contain the full audiobook version of my book, Defining Marriage, and now, every week, we talk about what's happening with marriage equality and our lives and stuff. Hi, James. Hello. I made a shocking discovery about you. Oh no, at last, my secret's been revealed. I'm losing my hair. Uh, well, that's been apparent for a very long time. What? Apparent to whom? Uh, to your parents. <sighs> For years. My mother, like, years ago, she was like, boy, you're really losing your hair. <laughs> and I'm right she was. Oh, um, no, the discovery I made is that, much to my chargon, you like RoboCop. Oh, yeah, that's true. Why is that your chargon? Because I never would have expected you to like RoboCop. It's so not your alley. Your alley leads to bunnies and kittens and a puppy prancing on two legs and meeting another puppy and French <laughs> kissing with tongue. You're describing something pretty great yeah. with tongue. Your alley does not lead to a deceased man turned into a Frankenstein robot uh, who then goes on a graphic violence murder revenge spree. I'll tell you this. I did not care for the exploding soggy mutant <laughs> that was not that was that was a fridge too far really because the mutant was one of my favorite parts yeah i like that guy though oh you did yeah he's a, he's a villain you're supposed to want him to get his comeuppance i know but i didn't think that was a comeuppance that you didn't was think... that, that was a little hard well considering what he did sure okay fine it whatever too generous of a comeuppance i think maybe i might have had a little crush on him oh because he's so in his cool. Form? Not in his mutant form. He's oh. got a motorcycle and, oh no, I just realized why I like him. Why? Because he's losing his hair like I am. Oh, you oh, two have no. something to talk about. We do, we do. Also, he's a ginger and I like a ginger. Oh. What about Bebop and Rocksteady? Are they erotic oh, mutants? Oh my god, are they ever. Tell me more. Well, so I don't know if you're aware of this, but Bebop? Yeah. No, wait. I always forget which is which. Rocksteady. Rocksteady's the rhino, right? That is correct. Uh, he's being played by an Irish uh, WWE wrestler. In the new movie. In the new movie. Okay. In the new movie. Seamus is his stage name, not his actual name. Seamus the Rhino. What is his real name? I don't know. Oh, who cares? I saw that he was like actual Irish and I was like, oh, is Rocksteady going to be Irish in the new movie? I bet he isn't. That would be interesting. But I mean, he has an accent. Maybe the ooze gives him the accent. Oh. That's the secret of the ooze. That's the secret? It It, makes you, (laughs) it gives you an accent? It turns you into Sinead O'Connor. Oh, poor Sinead. Oh, she vanished, didn't she? She's been having a tough time. We go? wish her the best. She was just wandering around for a bit. Oh, but she's uh, been found. She's been found. Okay. She's been found. There's some difficulty with family, and so oh. hopefully everything's going to work out for the best for her. Okay, but her Amber Alert has been canceled. Yeah. We have yeah. found her. She is safe and sound? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, she her she's accounted for. Okay. So hopefully um, she is on, on the mend. Nothing compares to her. I guess. Is that one of her songs? Let's you know better than is. to make a musical reference to me. I know what musical references to make uh well hello <laughs> matthew well hello matthew it's so nice to have you podcasting about marriage equality well happy anniversary to who massachusetts oh that commonwealth i distinctly remember we both lived in massachusetts for a long time and mm-hmm. uh it's in fact where we met and i distinctly remember when i was leaving the state to move to the west coast mm-hmm. i thought thank god i'm never gonna have to remember how to spell massachusetts again oh it's just got an ass in it <laughs> just <laughs> like remember. all the best things yeah it's the thing with an ass i, I, I can never remember how many t's were in there because it's, it's so seldom you see a double t in that configuration anyway <laughs> still writing massachusetts all these years 
years later. Who'd sure. have guessed? It's like pass him a quaddy. Exactly. Uh, I, why don't you pass me my quaddy? What? But anyway, it's the 12-year anniversary of the first marriage in Massachusetts. Hooray. Do you remember where you were when they legalized marriage there? Because I, I don't. Probably under a rock, masturbating. I was under a rock lobster. No, but it wasn't a rock. <laughs> It was Iran. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, I don't know. It was 2004. Mm-hmm. Would have been early in 2004. So, I don't know. We were bumbling around in California, and they legalized marriage. Hip, hip, hooray. Uh, why'd they do it? Make oh, them boy. stop. So, lawsuit, lawsuit, lawsuit. Uh-huh. Uh, Massachusetts Supreme Court was like, uh, you guys have to figure out a way, they said to the legislature, you guys have to figure out a way to give LGBTs, uh, well, same-sex couples, the same treatment as straight couples. Doesn't have to be marriage, just as long as it's the same. Okay. And so, so they were advocating for a separate but equal solution. No, no, no. Had to be equal. Had to be exactly the well, same. Well, yeah, that's what separate but equal means. Separate but equal. Ye- well, separate in as much as straight couples and same-sex couples are have differences. But mm-hmm. it couldn't be. It couldn't be civil unions. It couldn't be right. Uh, the same rights, but with a different name. Oh well, wait. So they were just saying it had to be marriage. It either had to be marriage, or it had to be no marriage for everyone, or it had to be Blarage, or whatever but, it takes wait, to be Blar- the same thing. But wait, Blarage for everyone? Blarage for everyone. Oh, okay. So, so they were not for separate but equal. They were not for separate. No, they specifically said the state constitution prohibits that. Oh, okay. So then the legislature was like, "Oh, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What do?" We do a bunch of time went by and i think some of that hemming and hawing about what do we do was just to run down the clock because was there actual hemming and hawing from donkeys <laughs> yeah they just brought a bunch of donkeys in <laughs> yeah, don't give me the erotic donkey noise yeah. uh, would you prefer that or the burlesque baby um, neither I didn't say it it. wasn't a baby donkey. That's it. That's like the one, the donkey just comes out, brays once, and that's the show, folks. Takes a big shit on the stage and then runs off. All right. That's enough of that. Uh, I think some of the heeing and hawing was uh, just to run down the clock because the Supreme Court gave the legislature a deadline and then Uh the deadline passed and then it was marriage for everybody. Hooray. Who was the governor at the time? Oh, I don't know. It might have been Deval Patrick. I don't actually remember. It wasn't Mittens? It wasn't. Ooh, wait, was it Mittens? I think it might have been. Was it because Mittens he, McRomnoy? Yeah, I think you might be right. Because he was involved in trying to uh, call a constitutional convention to amend the state constitution, but there was no interest in doing that. Hmm. Not in Massachusetts, at least. I, I have a feeling if the ruling had come, if the first ruling had come in Alabama or Mississippi, then it might have actually happened. That but, was the uh, true story that Romney and Michelle's high school reunion was based on. Yes. <laughs> Two of them got back together to try to host a constitutional convention. It was Mitt Romney and Michelle Bachman. Yep. And hijinks ensued. Mm-hmm. And that witch lady got involved. Oh, but she's not name? a witch. She's you. I'm not a witch. <laughs> it's like from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Any king who says I am the king is not the king. Anyone and- who says I'm not a witch is a witch. That's true. If anything, if if Goody, if Goody Two Shoes, what's her name? Let's say Goody Two Shoes. Goody Two Shoes from The Crucible. <laughs> sure. And a ska song from the 80s. It wasn't exactly ska. What was it? Goody Two Shoes. Goody yeah, Goody Two Shoes. Adam Ant. Oh sure. There's a musical reference I know because uh-huh. it's not a reference. I should know. Ah. Uh, I don't know. I think that's just a pop song. I mean, what's George Michael? He is opera. No, he's not. Sure. No. Are we thinking of the same guy? Yeah. The bathroom man. The bathroom man. George Michael is the bathroom oh, man. He does his yeah. best work in the bathroom. I forgot about that. I yeah. forgot about that. 
Uh, he, he's wouldn't no, it be he's, nice that's the if song. I could touch a penis? You know, not every penis is available to me. Now, what's the one with Choose Life? He's got Choose Life on his on his shirt. It is the gayest little face he's making at the camera. Oh, that's when he's whamming. Um, what did he wham when he chose life? I can't remember what song that was. You got the groove and you... That's, that's the not one. the song yep. at all. That is totally 100% not the song. I want to say Careless Whisper, but I know it's not that. Just what it is has- a Careless Whisper? I'm never gonna dance again. Horrible Herman's got no rhythm. Is that careless whisper? To pretend I know I'm not a thing. Okay, so to me, when I hear careless whisper, what it makes me think of is someone's eating cereal and they <laughs> just saw somebody walk in and they want to gossip about them, so they lean over to the person next to them and they're like, look what she's wearing. But they forgot that they just put a handful of cereal in their mouth and so all the cereal like flies out of their mouth at someone <laughs> and everyone turns to stare at them. That is a careless whisper. It's super That's careless. the most careless whisper. It's more of a sloppy whisper. Sure, sloppy whisper was the uh, sequel album. Anyway, what I'm trying to tell you is happy anniversary. To Massachusetts. To Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. Well, you put the ass in Massachusetts, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, take it back out again. I'm using that ass. So, Massachusetts marriage there has been kind of a done deal for the last decade and a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, still not a done deal in Nebraska. Oh. You would uh, think that it should be, right? Sure. I mean, we're coming up on one year since the Supreme Court ruled. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nebraska is giving some problems to a lesbian couple. Who is putting the ass in Nebraska? Oh, I don't know. That's got kind of an ass, doesn't it? It's not enough of an ass. It's missing a piece. And one of the best zoos in the world. Speaking, says who? Speaking of donkeys. Uh, says uh, yeah. Dylan, uh-huh. uh, a.k.a. 8-Bit Homo. Oh, yes. Uh, Twitch streamer who mm-hmm. uh, we've been uh, in talks with for a very exciting project. Uh, we uh, are going to be in Nebraska soon, and mm-hmm. uh, he recommended that we go visit the Omaha Zoo, which is apparently a phenomenal institution. Sure. James, they have a cat house. Well, I think while we're there, we should also uh, reenact Bruce Springsteen's album, Nebraska, and uh, do a lot of murders. Well, I thought he was from what? New Jersey? He is from New Jersey, but he wrote a harmonica album called Nebraska, where he went... <laughs> Into the harmonica, and then he sang about sad things. Murders? Murders are part of it. Nebraska's starting to sound like kind of a bummer. Uh, well, we'll see. There might be bums. It m- actually, yeah, who put the bum in Nebraska? Mm. I'll tell you who, the Omaha Zoo, because apparently ah. one of their elephants died, and they've had a heck of a time getting uh, the procedures in place to safely get a new elephant. Was the elephant gay married? Oh, that must be why. They had elephant problems. There's apparently some controversy about a panda. What? Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what it is. I can't imagine Nebraska's the right place for a panda but who knows also they have like a place for nocturnal animals where they've kind of sleep cycled everyone so it's reversed and all the nocturnal animals are on the reverse cycle so you can go in and see the nocturnal animals being active okay that's so cool so i assume this is some enclosure where they control the light and dark no they control the sun and moon in nebraska my goodness yeah no i I don't know i I don't know exactly how it works but yeah that's uh, apparently the the gist of it also there's a train there okay all of my favorite things trains Mm -hmm. cute animals Uh all they need now is like a tour of the sewer system and i'll be in hog heaven you'll be full temple grandin uh what if i ask them if i can get into the enclosures (laughs) sure or do you get led through them and you uh, indicate when you're anxious? Yes. Yes. All the time. I don't need to mm. indicate. I'm just always anxious. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know what that is. That's your animal noise. Oh, oh. That's that. how you indicate you blo- do that through your blowhole. Can I tell you about these lesbians? I want... Uh, nothing would please me more. They're having a baby. Oh, congratulations. It's actually their second. Well, then I take it back. <laughs> okay, you can't take it's it back. It's not that impressive back. anymore. James, it's their baby. You can't take it back. Uh, it's just a baby, nothing more. But if I turn it this way, I can take it to my goblin kingdom. These two lesbians would like to have their names on the baby's birth certificate. Sure they would. They are married. Uh-huh. They are the baby's parents. Uh-huh. They probably should be on the birth certificate. Makes sense to me. Instead, Nebraska says that one of them can be. The other one has to be listed as friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, birth certificates have a friend field? Apparently. What? I don't know exactly why, but... You can list someone as your spouse uh-huh. or friend, or I don't know what else is available to you, frankly. Okay, so what are the rights and responsibilities associated with being a baby's <laughs> right. friend? Uh, if the baby throws a party yeah. and invites everyone they know, uh-huh. the biggest gift has to come from the friend. Oh, okay. Well, that seems like a lot of responsibility. I don't want to be a baby's friend. <laughs> you don't? Not even no. the... Mm, you tr- almost tricked me. No. You almost tricked me into summoning someone. Get out of here. No, curtains. Close the curtains. Fine. Hook, hook, get him off the stage, get the hook. <laughs> Who was that? That was the baby getting no, pulled off the stage by a hook violently. That was a stooge. You made a stooge noise. Or a pigeon noise. I'm not, it's a stooge pigeon. <laughs> oh, the friend of the stool pigeon. Anyway. That's a pigeon that eats shit. Okay. It's, yeah, it's the friend of the stooge pigeon, and uh, its responsibilities are on the the pigeon's birth certificate. So, Nebraska's like, uh, okay, no, 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 we're, we're, we're changing it. We've been working on changing the form. Uh-huh. For a year, apparently. Okay, changing the form to what? So that uh, two women can be parents? I don't know why that even needs the form to be changed. Well, is it because the form says mother and father? I guess. Maybe it... Why can't... You? Whatever. Whatever. Friend is apparently whatever is the, the only thing that's available. I don't know how this works. Okay. But I, I don't understand. So what does friend mean for the baby? What does it mean to be the friend of the baby? I can't imagine it means anything. Because, like, it's clear what it means to be the mother of the baby. It's clear what it means to be the father of the baby. I don't know what it means to be the friend of the baby. Yeah, I don't know. Does it mean you help it move? I, yes. Yeah. Does you, it mean when it turns 21, you get it drunk? Yep. Those okay. are all the duties. You uh, help it uh, when it's going out on a date. You, you help it get laid. A, a costume. Sure. Yeah, the baby's wingman. Wingman yep. is another form on the, yes. on, the, on the birth certificate. I mean, do you get to choose what goes on that? Like friend, wingman, uh, FWB? Sure. <laughs> oh, God. The baby's friend with benefits? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. So anyway, Nebraska's like, we're changing it. We're changing it. We're changing it. Don't worry. Uh, we've just been working on changing the form for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, first, we have to have a public hearing. Uh, okay. All right. Sure, Nebraska. Sure. Sure you do. You have to have a public hearing before you can change a form to comply with the Supreme Court ruling. Uh-huh. Great Does job. the panda get to weigh in? Yes. Yeah, the panda comes in. Uh... <laughs> All right. Much like your impression of celebrities, your animal impressions are accurate to something other than what they are. So... <laughs> Isn't that the sound a panda makes? That is closer. Oh. <laughs> that... <laughs> Okay, I think that's like 
a Flintstones car alarm that's actually a bird? <laughs> it's the Flintstones version of Viper. This oh. car is protected by Viper. Of course, of course. My car Except is... in the Flintstones world, it's just a Viper. Naturally. And it makes that sound. My car is protected by Mantis. Do you remember that show from the 90s? Oh. It was a show about a man in a bionic suit. Well, mine is protected by VIP. Oh, good. Valerie Irons Protection Agency. Oh, my God. I adore that you had that at the tip of your tongue and remembered what it stood for. Sure. And Cleopatra 2525. And now, Kentucky. Oh, wait, we're done with Nebraska? That's Nebraska. Okay, so just understand, we don't know what benefits befit a baby's friend. We don't. Nebraska itself does not seem to be able to answer. I actually looked for information about this and could find nothing. Not even the results of the hearing, which happened last week. Oh, Um, But no one reported on it. There's no information, so I don't know. That's the state of journalism in 2016. Yeah. But so the lesbian friend of the baby, we don't know what benefits are accorded to her, and we also don't know what responsibilities and whatnot go along with being the baby's friend. Yeah, I. It's either. I don't. Maybe it's not the baby's friend. Maybe it's the mother's friend. I don't. That know. That doesn't make any sense because on the birth certificate you list the mother and the father. That's in relation to the baby, not in relation to, to each the, other. Exactly. It's like, what do you also want the mother's hairstylist? And yeah. I mean, this seems like in an attempt to not recognize same-sex uh, adoptions or same-sex uh, parentage. They have created a distinction between birth certificates that are related to the baby versus birth certificates that are related to the parents. Mm -hmm. Because in the case of a heterosexual birth certificate, it's the mother and the father, which relate to the baby. But in a same-sex birth certificate, it's how the parents relate to one another. I suppose... Because a mother and a father don't have to be married, and they both go on the birth certificate. True. Well, um, yes... So why can't the mother and the mother both go on the birth exactly. certificate? Exactly. Yeah. The like names... marriage is not even a criteria in birth certificates. It can, I mean, it can be a factor, but it's not the thing that determines who the parents of the baby are. Yeah, it's weird. Okay. Like, I guess if they wanted, if, if friend is on there, I, I would have to assume that it's because for some reason the state has some interest in being like, well, how does this mother and father know each other? Are they married? Are they friends? What are they? I bet it was just some attempt to be like, well, okay, if you're saying we have to allow same-sex parents to adopt or to be biological parents, we'll do it, but we're not going to acknowledge that they're mother and mother or father and father. We're going to come up with something a little different that doesn't make any sense in the context of this document. <laughs> Precisely. Okay. Well, fair enough. And that's... The, that's the, the state of Nebraska. Kentucky, on the other hand, uh, is there's a, is some more problems in Kentucky with acknowledging same-sex couples. Okay. Uh, this time, it's not the state's fault. Oh. Uh, would you believe it's uh, the Catholic Church's fault? Mm-hmm. Why is it involved at all? So, there's this cemetery, you see. Uh-huh. Uh, it's run by a Catholic Church. Okay. And so, these two guys, Greg Burke, Bork? Greg Burke? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Okay. Greg Burke. And Michael de Leon, uh-huh. uh, no relation to Ponce that we know of. Sure, and no relation to the Swedish chef that we know of. Yep. So the Swedish chef and Ponce de Leon want to get oh, married. No, so, they're, so they're married. These two men, Greg, Bork, and Burke, and Michael de Leon are uh-huh. married. They were, in fact, the plaintiffs in the Kentucky lawsuit to, uh, to, to get marriage. Mm-hmm. They would like to be buried together in the cemetery because they are both Catholics. Okay. And they are alive. They are alive. Okay. They've been together for 34 years. Mm-hmm. 
They have requested that their tombstone have an inscription with their name and mm-hmm. their date of birth uh-huh. and a cross because they're both Catholic and okay. also an uh, etching of the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, of the building or of the, the building. nine people on it? No, or the, eight the, no. Building, the building. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, Not a wacky caricature of uh, Scalia. <laughs> no. Okay. No, like one of those boardwalk, uh, like big head caricatures. Sure. Not or one of those. Art Fleischman? Art Hirschfeld? Sure. You know the man. The kind man who of? does all the Broadway caricatures. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Art. Isn't his name Art? Yeah, I think so. And he always has Nina, right? Doesn't he have Nina or Lola? The 99 Luft Balloons? Yes. Well, no, no, no. He, has, he always has the name hidden inside the, the drawing, right? Oh, maybe he does. Anyway, the point yeah. is, the church told him, no, 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 no. You can't have that on your headstone. Uh, it uh, violates uh, our biblical principles. Wait, which part of it? Particu- uh, specifically, the etching of the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, they what? said, uh, quote, this is a quote, uh-huh. inscriptions on grave markers are permitted as long as they do not conflict with any teachings of the church. Your proposed markings are not in keeping with this requirement. The Supreme Court is not in keeping. Correct. Not there. Not that it's too men. That's correct. Not that it's two men with a cross. That's correct. The Supreme Court is not in alignment with the teachings of the church. They said that they can have everything else, but not the etching of the Supreme Court. So they're letting them be buried in a Catholic ceremony and cemetery with their names and presumably the implication that they're married? I would presume, although, I don't know, do brothers get buried together? I mean, I guess they could. Could you be buried with a friend? Yes, so, I mean, I guess as long as it doesn't say, like, love spouses or something Uh, what (laughs) yeah it's crazy isn't it i mean this is just another case of them coming up with reasons to make lgbt's lives difficult and just i think the reason is oh you just you just reminded us of this thing that we lost and that's reminding us that we lost something is uh well let's say it's just not in keeping with the it's in conflict with the teachings of the church I'm just, so, okay, let's say if they say, like, what if they're doing snake and puppy, and it's like, you know, that thing where you ask for a snake, and then when your parents say, no, you say, can I have a puppy? And they say, oh, oh, if it's just a puppy, okay. Uh, but if you just asked for the puppy up front, you wouldn't have gotten it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're doing that, and they're like, okay, okay, no Supreme Court, just kidding, just kidding, no Supreme Court. Oh. Everything else, though, we want. We want to be buried together with our names and a cross, and uh, by the way, we hump each other in the butt. But we're not going to etch that on We're the We're not going to etch that, but we, but okay, no Supreme Court. I mean, I guess based on their response, they'd be cool with that? I guess. Seems that way. Okay. I mean, like, the church is weird about, not weird about, they have rules about who can be buried in Catholic ceremonies. Uh, I keep saying ceremonies. Cemeteries. I guess there's a ceremony and then the hole in the ground. Now, does the Catholic Church, are they the ones with the rule about not being buried if you have tattoos? No, that's uh, Orthodox Jews. But it is in the Bible about tattoos. Yeah. So why is that okay? Oh, because they ignore all that. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because Jesus came to free us from the things that they don't like when they decide they don't like them oh but it can sometimes take a while to come around to that are you kidding me that jesus was like no it's okay you can have a tattoo uh yeah that's also why christians don't have to be circumcised except in america where it happens uh by default huh because uh, technically if you're following old and new testament uh you should have to be circumcised (laughs) uh 
Um, but it, basically, because Greeks didn't want to join the church uh, if it meant chopping off their foreskins, they were like, oh, uh, you don't really have to do that. Jesus came to free us from circumcision among with along with some other retcons. But not in America. Uh, well, in America, we do it just because uh, it's so clean and tidy. Well, I mean, I guess, sure. I mean, it'd be clean and tidy if you chopped off the ends of your fingers so you wouldn't have to clean under your fingernails anymore. True, you could chop off any number of things so you wouldn't have to clean them. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a good point. Just mm-hmm. chop off the whole body. Yeah. That's good. Just leave a pair of blinking eyes and a brain that oh. pilot a robot. Yes, perfect. Wait, are you describing Krang? I'm describing my dream life. <laughs> That would be my best life now. I don't know that I would be cool with you having just eyes and a brain. But what if I had like a big plastic hunk body? Uh, Why wouldn't I just go out and get an actual hunk? Because my robot would clobber you and make you love me. Oh, that's love. That's sweet. Would you would you cuddle me? Uh, No. Would you? I mean, your robot body. My robot body would keep you in a dog crate (gasps) and feed you a biscuit once a day. And the rest of the time, it would be clobbering. Clobbering time. Oh, man. Well, I guess if that's what love is. And then occasionally I'd throw a stick at you and you'd eat it. Nom, 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 nom. Delicious. <laughs> anyway, so poor Greg Burke, or Bork, uh, not only do I not know how to pronounce his name, uh-huh. but this is not his first difficulty with the church. Uh-huh. Uh, he's also been involved with the Boy Scouts for many, many years. Uh-huh. Uh, when the uh, Boy Scouts found out that he was uh, gay, they made him leave. Mm-hmm. And then the Boy Scouts changed their policy to allow... Uh, uh, same-sex troop leaders, uh-huh. uh, but the Archdiocese is the sponsor of his particular troop, and they won't let him rejoin. Uh, I mean, at this point, I'm really not sure why they're still with this church. Yeah, I mean, that's my attitude. I mean, people want to be part of churches that don't want them, more power to them, but... Or really less. Honestly, like, what are you doing? I, I mean, if they want to do it, sure. But yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I was surprised the church would allow the burial at all, because, like, suicides aren't supposed to be buried in Catholic cemeteries. Oh. Um, there are a lot of states of mortal sin that if somebody dies in, you are not supposed to be buried in a Catholic ceremony. Cemetery. They're different things. Cemetery. So there's a lot of states of mortal sin in which you are not supposed to be allowed to be buried in a Catholic cemetery. And I would think gay marriage would be one of them, given their doctrine as of late. Yeah. But I guess the Supreme Court is more sinful than butt sex. (laughs) Seems that way. Okay. Yeah. They just, they just hate that Supreme Court. So does Peggy Gravel. Wait, who's Peggy Gravel? From King of the Hill? (laughs) Who is Peggy Gravel? Oh, 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 oh. From Serial Mom. Mm -mm. What is she in? Really? Yes, she is. No. She's from, you're right, from Curb Your Boots. No. She's from Get Out of Here. That's uh, the sentiment, but that's not. Desperate Dingle. Mm, Not bad. I'm close. I'm close, right? It's Desperate Something. You might be. The Desperation of Lily Tomlin. (laughs) Why would it be called that it would be a good title she's not no it wouldn't she's not in the movie so. doesn't matter oh, it's just her spiritual the, state the oh the fair desperado yep. my fancy desperates Mm-mm. desperate dave <laughs> Who is Desperate Dave? Oh, me. Uh, I'm Desperate Dave. I'm desperate to remember what this title is. Mm-hmm. The Doobie Desperates? The d- what? Doobie Desperate System? The Doobie Desperate System? I uh, know. Desperate Gallows. Desperate nope. Gophers. Desperate... Is it G? Desperate G something? Desperate Gilda? Since you have one word, I'm not giving you the other. I know. I, I've, I've got more to work with than I normally do here. That's true. Desperate Ham Sandwich. No. <laughs> Sandwich. No, because des- I keep thinking Desperate Housewives. Uh-huh. Des- it's not it that. G or H? Desperate Gophers. Desperate- she said that one. Uh, desperate Haggis. No. 
that's got a G and an H. Mm-hmm. De- Desperanza. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the the fabric that my gown is made of. Desperanza. Sure. It's, uh, it's Italian and it's chic. <laughs> no, Desperate Living. Yep, that's oh, the one. man. She hates the Supreme Court. She hates the Supreme Court. Tell your mother I hate her. That's correct. Tell your mother I hate you. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you what people don't hate. What don't they hate? Gay marriage. What? I thought they did. No, not anymore. Oh. So, new Gallup poll this week. 61% of Americans support the freedom to marry. Yeah, but 61% of Americans support Donald Trump. So, what does that mean? They don't. They don't. Oh, we'll see. 61% of Republicans, maybe. We'll but, see. Uh, yeah, so, um, a new survey. This is the highest point that uh, support has been at, ever mm-hmm. recorded by Gallup. So, the trend continues up and up and up and up and up. Okay. Uh, so, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Guess what support is? among, let me check this age group here, among 18 to 29-year-olds. Uh, 99. Mm, uh, a little lower than that. Did love balloons. 89. Yeah, you're getting closer. It's 83%. Okay. 83%. That's mm-hmm. a lot of percents of sure. uh, millennials, essentially. Mm-hmm. Among 30 to 49-year-olds, 60%, still quite high. Okay. And among 50-plus, yeah. 53%. All right. A lot of support there. I mean, for people 50 and up... More than half support the freedom to marry. Okay. So the only group that they were, like, uh, sliced it into that did not have majority support for marriage was Republicans. Yeah. So once again, not sure why gay people are a member of this party that won't have them, but uh, there you have it. Oh, because they have such great fiscal policies. They sure They've do. They've worked out really well. Yeah. Yeah. And really strong leadership as well. Yeah. Kansas and Oklahoma mm. and New Mexico. Those states are doing so well. Pride of the nation. They really are. Uh, so 61% national support. Sounds pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Guess what it is in Australia? 72%. Ah. Yeah. Well, they they had Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, That's so long true. ago. Softening them up. Yeah. Uh, softening them up and hardening them for the long drive across the tundra? Mm-hmm. What do you call that? The outback. It's not the tundra. Uh, yeah, so 72%. Uh, but uh, there are some Australians who are not so happy about these, the impending plebiscite, if the plebiscite does indeed happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the um, Australian Marriage Forum, yeah. quote, parents need to understand that the genderless agenda is a package deal. If they vote for marriage equality, they're voting for safe schools on steroids and agreeing to relinquish control of the child's moral education to sexual radicals. Okay, what does that mean? Uh, that uh, you must oppose safe schools, because safe schools equal gay marriage, and gay marriage equals safe schools on steroids. Well, okay, but, so, but why are safe schools frightening? Oh, uh, because that means that sexual radicals will be teaching your children right from wrong. Okay, and what will they be teaching? They'll be teaching them that you no longer need a gender. You may not be the thing that you are told you are, and boys can uh, do things that boys aren't supposed to do, that only girls are supposed to do, and okay. vice versa. Why? Is that a problem? I don't know, because it is. Goodbye. Uh, I, mean, I don't know how they would answer that. Uh, because uh, men have a unique position in the world, and women have are uniquely suited for raising babies. That's a fun way to put it. Yeah. Women have a unique position. It is uh, uniquely inferior. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That is unique, yeah. isn't it? It's it's different. It's so special. It's uh-huh. so special. Uh, yeah, so they don't like safe schools. They don't like marriage equality. Okay. Uh, similarly, the Australian Christian lobby says uh-huh. same-sex marriage... Oh, here they are explaining why uh, gay marriage is bad. Yeah. Same-sex marriage creates inequality for children who are required to miss out on their mother or father because of the need to access assisted reproductive technologies such as anonymous sperm donation and commercial surrogacy. 
Okay, so lots to unpack there. Uh, Where would you like to start? I'd like to start with single parents. So a lot of women have babies without a husband uh, and raise them. And, and it's just fine. a thing yeah. that happens. Uh, I mean, we don't take babies away from single mothers. Uh, we don't take babies away from single fathers. And we don't say single mothers, you can now never get married because that will deprive your children of parents. Like, well, I don't no, no, no. That- I mean, that, that doesn't make sense because no. then you, you would want the single mother to get married. That would be the thing you'd want most of all is for her to bring a father into the world. Sure, but, but what they're saying is that single mothers or single fathers deprive children of knowing of having parents of both genders so we should ban single motherhood no 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 because they can fix that by marrying a man and vice versa a single father can fix that by marrying a woman well you can you can fix a same-sex couple by forcing them to get married to somebody the opposite gender oh don't bring that i mean that's uh, that that sounds right up their alley i know i know Uh, nuts but right up their alley well no i mean what i'm saying is that we don't take children away from single mothers or single fathers so why is this such an issue with same-sex parents. I think what they would say is that single parents are also undesirable. Okay, but we don't ban it. I mean, if it was that undesirable, wouldn't we put the full force of the law behind preventing it from happening? Well, they're not saying that we should ban in this context, although they probably would say this. Okay, I take this back. They probably would say we should prevent same-sex parents from having children. Mm -hmm. Because they're running with the idea that marriage is about the, the production and raising of children and that the risk here is that when you open the production and raising of children to same-sex couples you are doing children a disservice harming them by putting them in an environment where they do not have a parent of the opposite gender right however millions upon millions of children do grow up in a situation where they don't have a parent of the opposite gender and we do not take them away and place them in home in in opposite gender you know coupled homes i mean if this was really such a problem if this was really such a fundamental evil to do to children to put them in a home where they don't have access to an opposite gender parent then we would not allow single parenting so here's their response to that okay they would say that the responsibility of the state is to model ideal parenting and to incentivize absolutely the ideal uh, absolutely therefore single parents should not have children they should be taken away and what they would say to uh-huh. that is that single parents can become the ideal by getting married or they can get closer to the ideal by getting married whereas sanctioning same-sex parenting by giving those parents the same rights as marriage incentivizes something that is less than the ideal that never has the possibility that can never biologically can never be the ideal which is a man and a woman doesn't matter how much they love their kids doesn't matter how responsible they are doesn't matter if they're ivy drug users whatever they uh are the ideal because their genders are different oh i get that but if this was seriously their issue then what they would do is for single parents they would give them a grace period to get married and if they didn't they would take their children away if this was something that they were serious about they would say you have this long to find an opposite gender parent to raise your child with because that is the most important thing that is so important to the state and that is so important to the child and the child is so injured by not having that opposite gender parent that it is worth it to take the child away and rehome them before they you know reach the age of three or something before they start to develop their personality then we need to rehome them with opposite gender coupled parents because it is so very 
very important. I don't think they would go that far. I think they'd say that it's well, I know still they, better I, to it's still better to have one biological parent in in the child's life than none at all. That knowing well, okay. at least the biological mother is better than than being in foster care. Well, okay, but what about a gay or lesbian parent that is the biological parent? Oh, sure, they can raise those kids. They just can't have marriage because uh, that sends a message, and the message is mothers or fathers aren't necessary. Okay, but if the child is growing up in a home with one parent, just a mother or just a father, biological or not, if that parent never intends to get married, then they are doing harm to that child, and that child should be taken away and rehomed with someone who is modeling the proper family union. Unit. No, no, they shouldn't. Taking away the kid is going too far, they would say. Uh, that all we need to do is remind, we need to provide this this social reminder, this message of what the ideal is. We need to maintain policies that establish that mothers and fathers are unique and children need one of each. And we don't need to take children away to do that. We just need to socially incentivize. But I thought that not having a mother or not having a father did real harm to the child. Not that it eroded a message that communicated something to children in general, but that specific children were specifically harmed by being deprived a mother or a father. Yes, uh, but it does okay. both. It, it, it harms but, the children, they would say, okay. and it also okay. erodes the So if a, uh, if a child is being harmed, if a child is being abused by being denied a mother or a father, that is child abuse. And the solution for abuse is to rehome the children with foster parents. But they would say that denying the child a biological... Denying the child one biological parent is also bad. So what kids need... What if the biological parent was abusive in other ways? What if the biological parent was beating the child? Or what if the biological parent was negligent due to substance abuse? Well, yeah, sure, of course okay. that's bad. So if the away. parent is abusing the child by denying them the opportunity to grow up with an opposite-sex parent that is modeling essential behaviors, if they are abusing the child in that way, then should they not be taken away and put in foster care? In the same way, if the child was abused physically or emotionally or psychologically... In any other way, they would be taken away. Yes, but it's probably more abusive to take the kid away from their biological parent. Their, their one biological. But I thought this was so abusive. This is so damaging to a child that we have to deny people marriage because it is so abusive. Well, it creates inequality. Sure, it creates abuse. It is harmful to children, isn't it? They're uh, they are required by same-sex marriage to not have a mother or to not have a father. And is that not damaging? They would say that it is. And so the child is being abused. They're being damaged. Yeah, but it would do more damage to take them away from How the How do we know that? Because wouldn't it... I mean, this, wouldn't the same be true if a parent was physically, psychologically, or emotionally abusive in other ways? We wouldn't say, oh, it's so important for them to be there with their biological parent that we will leave them in a physically, emotionally, or psychologically abusive home. I mean, yes, there is some trauma taking them away from their biological parent, but is it not, in the end, beneficial to rehome the child because their biological parent is unfit? Because they are single. Because they're abusing them. They're denying them a thing that they need, like food or oxygen or water. They're denying them something so essential that they are abusing their child. No, the essential thing is having as close to two biological parents as possible. But this parent's not getting married, so they are denying them that essential thing. But they could. But what if they don't? 
Well, then I guess the kid's missing out on something that they need. So, but 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 the the, so the rehoming parent, is worse. But what if they never know their biological parents? What if they're rehomed before the age of three? They have no memory of their biological parents. No, because there's something magic about biological parents. What is the magic? Uh, you don't know. It's magic. Uh, is that in any of these proposals or laws? I don't think they would say that it's magic in the in the law. Okay, but they would say that research shows they would make the claim. Which Research is, shows that it is better to leave children in abusive homes than to rehome them before they form an attachment to their biological parents. I don't, I don't think know. they're going to find that research. I don't know. <laughs> well, they can find all kinds of stuff that's, that's not true. I don't think they're going to find research that says it is better to leave children in abusive homes. Sure. Now, I don't think they would say a straight parent is abusive. They're denying their child something that they need, something so fundamental. Yeah, but they might get married later. What if they say they never will? They might be wrong. They, they're opposed to marriage. They will never be married. The best response I, I've heard to this, and it's not a good one, mm-hmm. is, but the potential still exists. Okay. Well, the Versus potential still exists where there's no potential. With gay parents that I guess they may uh, convert at some point. Sure, sure. I guess that's a possibility. But we're talking hypotheticals here. We're talking about <laughs> the, the hypotheticals that, but only the hypotheticals that, that serve this particular well, sure. argument. If, some, if, if a single parent says, I will never be married. Mm-hmm. I never want to get married. I don't believe in marriage. I will never marry. Then by this logic, they are abusing their child by denying them something fundamental. So what do you do? Well, uh, then I guess you do, you frown and you don't offer them any of the benefits of marriage, like which are what I don't know the, the the legal benefits of marriage. I mean, but that doesn't really make sense in this context because the parent is single. Yeah. So how do you deny uh, a single person the benefits of marriage? So what you do is, I mean, you what, have to take their kids away. What we're talking about here is not removing not moving children around why not just who gets who gets the legal benefits who gets the not the not the punishments who gets the incentives and the incentives okay. are the legal protection uh the legal relationship recognition okay so who gets those those incentives okay married opposite sex parents because that's the ideal, and that incentive only goes, they would say, to opposite-sex parents, because they're perfect. Are they? Well, A yes. lot of them suck. Well, n- but they're the model of the ideal, and the important thing is to maintain the message that opposite-sex parenting is perfect. That's the important thing, the yes. message. Yes, the message is is the important thing. Not the children. Not the children. Not any specific child. The message is more important than any child. Wait a minute, you're tricking me. Ah! So the children don't matter. What matters is the ideology. Uh, I don't want you to force me to admit that, so... Uh, uh, let's talk about the weather instead. Okay. Children don't matter. Is the underlying idea here? I guess. No, 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 because the message is that marriage is so important because children matter very much, and what okay. matters is having a mom and a dad. And if that matters so much, there's a logical outcome to that. That children should be required to have a mom and a dad if it's that important. And mm-hmm. we have methods to ensure that they have a mom and a dad. It is to take them away from people who are not in opposite sex marriages and to place children with people who have but, opposite sex but marriages. But that's too forceful. Instead, that's too violent. What we have to do instead is just is just incentivize it with this message about what's important. Okay. 
then clearly you don't care that much about it. It's not that important. It's not that important. If it's just give it a little incentive, then it doesn't matter that much. You don't really think it's hurting children. You don't really think it's abusive. You don't really think it's depriving children. Because if you thought it was serious and children were in danger or children were in harm, you'd do something about it. If you don't really believe that, then you're just using children as an excuse to deny people a fucking ring. Listeners, what you're hearing right now is why it is such a pleasurable experience to agree with James about something and so terrifying to disagree with him about something. I agree with you, of course, but... (laughs) He's doing a victory strut now. His his plumage is up. Oh. He's pecking at my face. And uh, now he's... Oh. Okay. All right. You win. You you don't have to vomit on me. I concede defeat. No, you don't. Oh, I can't even concede defeat now? Mm -mm. Uh, Anyway, so that's what's up in Australia is these people arguing about marriage for the sake of the kids, but not really. Not really. Uh, They don't give a shit about the kids. Yeah. If they did, they'd care about things uh, such as this report from the youth services organization, Drummond Street Services, Uh which reports that since all of this debate about marriage equality started, uh, its caseload has doubled. Uh, It serves uh, at-risk youth. Uh, and uh, they've had twice the number of cases that they had in past years, uh, and they're attributing that to uh, arguments from the other side that say that LGBTs are uh, inferior. So, uh, okay, can you connect those dots for me? Yeah, is the uh, you know social work, and there's there's been research to this effect that every time there's a vote or just a debate about LGBT rights or any other marginalized group, that that group experiences an increase in hate crimes, that they experience an increase in. Uh, basically uh, social work caseloads and, and crisis events, uh, suicide ideation, that, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, It's established that this is a, a pattern that happens, and it's something that's happening in Australia right now because mm-hmm. of this debate. Okay, so children are at risk because these people who care so much about the children are making the argument that... Uh, the, the the children themselves and their families uh, are inferior and not worthy of the same legal protections as everyone else. Precisely. So they're putting children at risk. They are. They are harming children and abusing them. They are. Aren't they great? Yeah. They're doing it for a good cause. Sure. Um, and you know, weirdly, one of the people behind all this, mm-hmm. Rupert Murdoch. Oh, that's not weird. That's uh, totally consistent. So his paper, The Australian, has uh-huh. had almost a hundred op-eds about why either marriage equality or safe schools are a bad thing. Sure. And so uh, Murdoch is, uh, you know, he's got some blood on his hands here with uh, all this, uh, the, the actual practical harm that is actually happening to kids. Sure. Combine that with all the other things he's done. I mean, I don't know what Rupert Murdoch's actual deal is. He clearly has found a niche that he can whip up into a frenzy uh, at the drop of a hat. He knows exactly what buttons to press and he knows how to instruct his various uh, octopusy arms of the media to push, press those buttons. And, uh, you know, he's been very successful with it. So I, I don't know what the guy himself believes, but he, he knows what he's doing with respect to whipping up angry people to make them angrier. The silver lining, I think, to all this is 
once all the dust settles, we'll win. So, I mean, there's that. I mean, look at every other country that has gone through this very painful process. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ireland is just coming up on one year since marriage was legalized there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had a little over 400 marriages in that time, mm-hmm. which seems low to me, like just 400 marriages across all of Ireland. But it's not again, a big country. Ireland's small. Yeah. And uh, the population is slowly being turned into rhinos. So, uh, Sure. Uh, you know, Rhinoceros marriage is going to be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to get mutant marriage soon. Yes. Oh, that's true. It's on the horizon. Mutant marriage. Did we in the U.S. actually outlaw human-animal hybrids, or was that just something we talked about? I don't know. I don't think we actually did. Because if we did outlaw it, then marriage has another obstacle. That's true. How can you marry a bebop or a rock study if they are not recognized as people's? I would like to think that they're actually a couple in the new movie. Aw. I would, I, I want to believe that. Mm-hmm. Interracial. So it'd be very, very progressive. For sure. Interracial gay couple. Interspecies. Yeah, I, yeah, more so that. <laughs> they, uh, they do look very cute in the new movie. Uh, I'm cute. cute. Uh, I guess so. In their, both in their human form and their, their mutant form. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Ireland, one year coming up on the one year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scotland, uh, has had marriage equality and now the church is catching up. A bit. Which church? Church of Scotland. That's a thing? That's a thing, apparently. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, so the Church of Scotland uh, just had a vote, and now ministers in the church can get married to someone of the same sex. Okay. So that's fairly progressive. Now, the official stance of the Church of Scotland is not changing. The official stance is marriage is only between a man and a woman. Uh, But now, uh, uh, you can opt out of that. What? Yeah, I didn't know you could even do this in a religion, Mm -hmm. but... Uh, a, a parish or whatever the little division, the local division of this Church of Scotland is, mm-hmm. can opt out of the official stance on marriage. Well, that's what sugar tits fought and died for. <laughs> Wait, why is Jesus sugar tits? No, not that sugar tits. The other one. There's another sugar tits? The original sugar tits. Jesus <laughs> is not the original sugar tits. Mary? No, what? <laughs> Adam? No. Oh, you're going too far back. You gotta come forward. Oh, forward. Mark Twain? After him. Uh, this is an AT Hemingway? situation after Twain, after Hemingway. After He's Hemingway. not a sugar tit. Who can, who's, there's someone after Hemingway? I don't know, T.S. Eliot? <laughs> Why uh, would T.S. Eliot be called sugar tits? Less eloquent than T.S. Eliot. Although I bet there George were Orwell. some who called him sugar tits. Uh, Orwell was known as caramel tits. <laughs> Margaret Atwood? Nope. We don't talk about her Why? Tits. What? Wait, why? Those are I, the handmaid's there's tits. There's no reason for these to be authors. Why am I only guessing authors? I don't authors? know. I don't know. <laughs> it's not an author, right? It's not. Okay. Who, uh, Sugar Tits? Yes. Uh, is it one of the Keebler Elves? Mm, I don't think he's ever played that role. Uh, is it I've a... given you a clue that it's a man. Okay, it's a man. There's a man named Sugar Tits. There's a man who who created Sugar Tits. He created Sugar Tits. Yes, he's is the he author. He is an author in a way. He's the author of Sugar Tits. Is it Alton Brown? It's not. <laughs> No, although I would love to see his recipe for sugar tits. Is it even? Is it a chef? No. Okay, so sugar tits is not a is not a dessert. No, and you you definitely know where sugar tits came from from the chest. <laughs> no. What? Okay, so there's somebody who's created sugar tits. Yeah, it wasn't his best moment. It doesn't sound great. No, no, no. It was trouble. Um, is it a famous person? It is. Is it a politician? It is not. It is the brave heart. The brave heart. 
Yeah. That's From, why I said... Oh, there's a movie called Braveheart. Is there? Tell me more. What's it about? I don't know. A surgeon? <laughs> I it's like the brave little toaster, but yeah. for internal organs? Yeah, yeah. They're a bunch of like little... It's like Operation. Uh-huh. Uh, no. Uh, is there a movie? The Braveheart. The heart with googly eyes bursts out of the chest and goes on an adventure? Yeah. He's so intrepid. Mm-hmm. And the guy's just on the table like, uh, I kind of need that. Before you put my sugar tits on. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Okay. So wait. Sugar tits Braveheart? Yep. That's his name? That's his name. You got it. No, okay. Wait, so there's a movie called Braveheart. There is that. Is it about someone called Sugar Tits? No. <laughs> Maybe. What is it about? Okay. So, I have no idea. Uh-huh. I seem to recall it has something to do with archery. Mm, there is some of that. It's not like a a modern day Robin Hood, like Robin Hood in now, you're New not York. Confusing it with Disney's Brave, Disney Pixar's Brave. No, 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 no. With Merida the Archer. No, I don't think so. Are they related? And her mother, who turns into a bear. Woof. <gasps> oh, yes, and she's in the Omaha Zoo now. Sure. Uh, no, she's I, at the Eagle. Yeah, sure. No, I think in my mind, what it is is it's about. Oh no, no, no! I'm thinking about Crocodile Dundee. I'm mixing Crocodile Dundee and Smoke Signals, and I thought that it was about. Someone who lives on a Native American reservation coming to the big city for the first time and outsmarting all the uh, sophisticated Manhattanites who think they're so smart. That is that is nothing to do with what Braveheart is about. Is who it? stars in that movie? Uh, Sherman Alexi. <laughs> Back to authors. Not, not, an author, not? not an actor. Yeah, back to authors. Very Wait, good. Who is it? Is it just Paul Hogan, but this time he's playing uh, a Native American? No, it's it's Iron Eyes Cody from the, the crying the crying litter commercial. Why are... He wasn't Native American, was no, he? No, he was Italian. Yeah. Why are you at, on Native Americans now? Oh, because I thought that Brave was like some like... Oh, it was like stereotypes about Native Americans. Now you've done it. Am I totally off base with this? What were we talking about? Beats me. Ha! <laughs> You might want to refer to your notes. Uh, we were talking about the Church of Scotland. Okay. Oh, the, okay, that's a clue? That's a clue. Something about Scotland? <laughs> Something about Scotland. Is it like a sequel to um, Bedknobs and Broomsticks? <laughs> Wasn't in Scotland, that movie. But you're less off than you were before. You're on the right side of the Atlantic Ocean. Okay, so Scotland. Uh-huh. I don't know very much about Scottish history. Is there a kilt? There are many. Okay, go- okay good, good, good. Uh, is there a dragon? Mm. No, I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of the movie with, um, uh, what's his name? The first Bond. Yep. And he voices a dragon. I know the Sean one Connery. Of, yep. Uh, and that's called... What is that called? Smoke in my nose. Sure it is. Smoky, smoky nosy. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. Dragon face. Drag- <laughs> dragon heart. Isn't it dragon heart? It is. Although I like dragon face. But it's not dragon heart. It's brave heart. Brave heart. Oh, yeah. that's why I confused them. Uh-huh. Okay, so it's about a brave dragon? Nope. No dragons. There are no dragons? There are no well, dragons. Why would you make a movie in Scotland if there are no dragons? It's a really good question. Um, I don't know. Is it like, is Scrooge McDuck in it? <laughs> I don't think so. Is there, is there bagpipes? Yes, lots. Is that the title of the movie? No. Nope. Title of the movie's Braveheart. Oh, right. Yes, that. I'm sorry. I forgot. I, I thought I was trying to guess the title, but you've told me the title and you're trying to make me guess what the movie's about. Uh, no, it's I was a- trying to get make you guess who's in it. Okay. Who no. said Sugar Tits? It's, it's a movie about the invention of the bagpipe. It's the first uh-huh. person who stuck a bunch of tubes in a sheep's bladder. And who is that person? Seamus O'Malley? It is not That's Seamus That's an Irish O'Malley. name. Is he the one who becomes Bebop or Rocksteady? Uh, he is half of Rocksteady. He's oh. a Seamus something. Okay. Shameless Seamus. That's the bottom half, him. I hope. <laughs> sure. Uh, um, I don't know. Who's in... Oh, so who's in Braveheart? Sure. Is it who's guy, on first? Is it the guy from, from the Princess Diaries? No. From <laughs> from the Princess Bride. Is it Carrie Elrus? <laughs> 
<laughs> I does not whatever you said. Is it um Andre the Giant? It's not. It's somebody who said sugar tits. Who would say sugar tits? Good question. Who, who would say that? Exactly. Who would Wait, say that? Was he talking like does he say it in the movie or did he say it in real life? In real life. Okay, he said it in real life. Mm-hmm. Why would someone say that? It's a really good question. So he's an actor. Uh-huh. He's had a lot to say that hasn't been great. An actor who's had a lot to say, but it hasn't been great. It hasn't been great. Not all of it. It doesn't seem like something George Clooney would say. It's not something George Clooney would say. Well, it might be something he says in, in private. In private? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of an actor who's a real jerk. Um, or who has the capacity to be a real jerk. He also actor? had a beaver. He had a beaver? He had a beaver. Like a pet beaver? Uh, he had a beaver companion. He had a beaver companion in real life or in a movie? In a movie. Oh, good grief. It was a movie with an egg. Was it a brave little beaver? It was brave in a way. It, it had the courage to face the Wait, world. it's a beaver that laid an egg? Are you sure it wasn't a platypus? No, no, an egg was involved in the movie, but you don't oh. have to worry about that. Okay. Why was there an egg in the Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster is the egg. Jodie Foster had a production company called Egg. James, that is the worst hint ever. And yet you got it. I, yeah, because I only get hints that don't make sense. Exactly. I knew you would get that one. I have give, Some of them I've given you, knowing you wouldn't get them. Egg, I knew, would lead you to Jodie Foster. <laughs> okay, so Jodie Foster was in a movie with Mel Gibson. No. Wait. No, no. Con- con- continue along that line. And Mel Gibson was Braveheart in a movie about Scottish independence. <laughs> yes! Yes, the egg led you there, see? How did you do that? You see? I'm speechless. I'm sorry. I interrupted that. So I want you to go through the process again. How did egg start with egg? Uh, Everything starts with an egg. Uh Uh-huh. So egg Uh is the name of a production company that Jodie Foster had. Jodie Foster was in a movie with Mel Gibson about a beaver. Mel Gibson was in the movie Braveheart. And the movie Braveheart was about Scottish independence because he had his face painted two different colors. And when Mel Gibson was pulled over by a lady police officer... He called the police officer sugar tits on the highway in Malibu. What a triumph. Yes. Look what you did. Look what an egg can make you do. That was excruciating. That was the incredible edible egg. Uh, My last piece of news this week is that uh, President Enrique Peña Nieto of Mexico is submitting revisions to the Constitution uh, to reform Article 4 to uh, allow... My favorite article. Yes, uh, to allow uh, same-sex marriage in Mexico. Oh, is he also amending page 6 so that there's a naked lady on it? (laughs) Yes. I don't know why the Constitution has a page 6. Every Constitution should. (laughs) So, Article 4 currently says the law shall protect family organization and development uh, okay uh, which is awfully vague. that's part of the constitution yeah isn't that amazing what the hell does that mean protect family organization and development okay mm. marriage is already legal in eight mexican states uh there's 31 uh-huh. and so uh they need to in order to uh ratify this they need two-thirds of congress and a simple majority of state legislatures so it kind of looks good okay. for marriage being legalized in mexico uh things do not look great for president nieto oh. uh he is the least popular president president in mexican history hmm. yeah so yeah so mexico could be getting marriage equality soon everybody so seems eight, to want it there the eight states that currently have it how did they get it and how does that work if it's not recognized federally uh it's seven of them it was by uh a vote okay. uh it was by uh, well a, a legislation that was enacted by the legislature uh by state legislatures uh in one of them it was the result of uh, court order okay um but support is very strong uh two states just uh so one state just enacted marriage equality this week i can't remember the name of it but uh unanimous vote uh and the other one um is advancing a bill and it just passed uh its first reading also by unanimous vote 
So it looks pretty good for Marriage Equality Mexico. Okay. It's never been put up to a popular vote, has it? National vote? That's not how it works. Well, I mean, even on a state level? Um, Not to my knowledge, no. Okay. So do you have a sense of how the public at large feels about it? I actually haven't seen any national polling. I have no idea. Okay. Because it sounds like courts and legislatures are in favor of it, but I don't know how reflective that is of, of the population. My guess is that the population would be very supportive in these eight states because okay. uh, politicians seldom get out ahead of of the public on this issue right so uh yeah my guess would be that they're pretty supportive of course there are also some very conservative parts of mexico mm-hmm. and so uh in those regions might not go over so well mm-hmm. but you know as with in america the the big populated you know population centers are generally more progressive well we'll have to send some wedding presents over the wall once uh, we have president <laughs> trump <laughs> yes maybe ourselves too once we've got president trump where uh, everyone's going to be the wall's there to keep us in That's i know we're gonna need a catapult to fling oh, us over God. yeah i don't know we'll flee to Fleet of Canada or something. Or Scotland or Ireland or anything. By that point, Australia might have it. Well, I want somewhere cold, so Arctic Circle is good for me. What about Iceland? What's Iceland's uh, marriage status? I do not know. Hmm. Iceland, now I always confuse Iceland and Greenland. Greenland's doing great. Greenland is an extremely progressive country. Okay. Iceland, uh, I don't know. It's uh, covered in covered in penguins. Well, it's ruled by Bjork. No. Uh, oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah. she is the prime minister and queen. Everybody, thank you again for listening to this excruciating experience experience for me. Please do get in touch and let me know your thoughts and questions about who originally said sugar tits. I'm at Matt Baum. You can leave a review on the show on iTunes. Those reviews make a huge difference and they make me so happy. Uh, also, please don't forget to hop over to Amazon, get Defining Marriage in print or via download or as an audiobook. Uh, if you do get a copy, I'd love it if you could leave an Amazon review. You can check out my other podcast, The Sewers of Paris, for revealing personal stories about the entertainment that changed the lives of gay men. I've had some fantastic episodes recently. The last one was about uh, the the wonderful Terry Bloss, who has a comic, uh, two great comics that you should definitely check out now. Uh, one is about the difference between Hispanic and Latino, and when to use one term and when to use the other. The other is an autobiographical comic on Fusion.net about uh, growing up as a gay Mormon missionary. Uh, so he was my guest this week on Sewers of Paris. You can find that at sewersofparis.com, where I have links to his comics that are fantastic. And uh, until next time, friends, by the power vested in me by the internet, I now pronounce this podcast over. Sugar tiat.